0: Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, we're gonna talk about Saturday's game against the LA Kings and also talk about which line may need some work. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alright, welcome everyone. I'm your host, Jason JD Hernandez, covering hockey for a long time. Uh, don't forget you could hear this podcast wherever podcasts are heard. Uh, it is free and available. We're on every platform, including Apple, Google, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are heard. So we got a little bit to talk about today. First, we will talk about the game at large and talk about which line really struggled on Saturday. And yeah, it's a bad one. Let's talk about the game first between the LA Kings and the Anaheim Ducks. It was the preseason freeway faceoff. And I got to say, this was a pretty decent game. I did watch in bits and pieces at first, again, Dodger game, y'all know how that went on Saturday. Dodgers play again tonight, I'll talk about that later, but first, let's talk about that first, actually, we'll save that for the second part of this podcast. Let's talk about the game at large, where, yeah, the first line looked shaky, the second line looked a lot better. First line was Max Comtois, Sam Steele, Troy Terry. Second line, Adam Henrique, Trevor Zegras, Ricard, Raquel. That Zegras-Raquel combo with Henrique is probably a line that should stick together throughout the season. And Henrique is doing a lot of the little things with that line. But Trevor Zegras is beginning to do a lot of the little things that was missing last season. By little things, I mean being a little bit more active on the stick and keeping his stick down. He's getting much better with his deflections. His passing seems a little bit more crisp than last season. And maybe, just maybe, the coaching staff will actually give him a chance. That's the main thing. The coaching staff did not give him any chance and misused him last season. So hopefully he gets that chance. Hopefully. But it's still Coach Dallas Eakins at the helm. It's still GM Bob Murray. Sad to say, I still don't have complete faith in that. But that'll be another topic for another podcast. Uh, as far as the game itself, Zgris won a faceoff early on, got a nice deflection for a goal. Uh, this came right from the point, and Zygris was at the right place at the right time. Everything about that goal was perfect, and here's why. Once he won the faceoff, he gains control. He actually bodied in. I think it was against Andre Kopitar. Trevor bodied in, gained control of the puck, and passed it right to the point, which was smart thing number one. Smart thing number two was he had the awareness to hold any defenders at bay and keep them behind him. That was smart thing number two. Smart thing number three was he immediately realized that there was no one, I mean no one, around the slot area to the middle. So what does Egress do? He gets to that open area right on the slot and it is right on the tape for the deflection. And guess who got the deflection? (laughs) Kevin Shattenkirk. Yes, that Kevin Shattenkirk, who had himself a pretty decent game. Yes, I'm saying this on the podcast. He had a decent game. If Kevin Shattenkirk can have these kind of games for the entire 82 season, then this second year might be... (laughs) I'm going to try to be as diplomatic and nice as possible. Shattenkirk struggled last season. He's making $3.9 million. If he can have an adequate season and get those good pucks towards the goal, get some assists, then he might be worth most of that 3900000 million. I'm trying to be nice here. But it was Shattenkirk who got the puck from the point, got it towards the net, and this may have been a designed play. Designed right for Zegras to come across the slot and and put it right on the money to score the first goal of the game. That made it 1-0. And then Gabe Velarde came alive again, as Gabe Velarde always does. Apparently, these days, Gabe Velarde is... I I, I don't know what he's becoming. But he's proving a lot of naysayers wrong, myself included. But there were a few writers two years ago saying, is Gabe Velarde the... Yes, Gabe Velarde has made a ton of improvements. Part of that is... He is fully recovered from his injuries. He's become a lot more aware off the puck, which is resulting in these easy chances for Velarde. So he got two goals right away. And then Uncle Rico, Adam Henrique, doing the little things, getting to the perfect position on the ice. Also along the slot. And who had the perfect pass there? Trevor Zegras. This line might need to stick together. Henrique, Zegras, Raquel. That made it tied at two. After that, it was Kachev scoring on the power play and Max Comtois on the power play from guess who? Trevor Zegres. So Zegres got two primary assists and a goal and he's starting to do a lot of the little things and he's also clearing on faceoff. It's not just about winning the faceoffs and getting the puck back. It is gaining complete control and clearing space in order for him to pass it to whoever he thinks is the best target or whatever will have the best chance at a goal those are some of the little things that Zgris has been working on and we're finally finally seeing come to fruition so if the coaching staff doesn't see this then I don't I don't know what they're thinking but Ziegris needs to be your starting center we'll see what happens on the on opening night because that roster is not gonna come for a few days uh, shootout shootout time was fun not for Trevor Zeris but it was fun. For Kevin Shattenkirk and Max Comtois, they scored their shootout goals and they won 4-3 to three in a shootout. It was, it was a fun night. The one night that we see the Kings and the Ducks kind of going at each other because there was a little bit of fisticuffs there, a little bit of rough stuff. That's the kind of stuff we love to see. Oh, but it's not just the Ducks and the Kings. It goes down to their minor league stuff as well. In case you missed it on Thursday night, there was a very long fight From the goals and rain. I will talk about that more on Thursday's podcast, and I'll record that after tonight's tilt at the Honda Center. All right, we're gonna head to the intermission, but first, let's talk about Direct TV Stream. You know, get rid of the clutter, get rid of all those remote controls, and avoid the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. So, this is a simple way to get all of the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part there's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Com-com. compatible device required content varies by package and we're also brought to you by the best tasting protein bar around that is built bar they are better than ever they are marshmallowy they taste delicious imagine a protein bar that is low in calorie, low in sugar and also has a high amount of protein not only that but they taste like a candy bar. They taste like a little bit of chocolate mousse, got some marshmallow in there. It's fantastic, especially the churro puff flavor. That is by far my favorite one. So if you want to try out Built Bar for yourself, head over to built.com Use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get a 15% discount on your next order at built.com The best tasting protein bar in the land. So I need to mention this one line that's been struggling. We know what it is. It's the Sam Steele line. They struggled mightily. Steele, Terry, and Comtois did not look good, but neither did Hampus Lindholm and Greg Paterin. Paterin. He struggled big time. He might not be on the opening night lineup. Who knows? It's not going to be Ben Hutton. Is it going to be maybe Larson? No, it's not going to be Larson. It's going to be Lindholm Fowler-Manson, Drysdale-Shattenkirk, and whoever else is going to make it. But I don't expect Paterin to be on the opening night lineup. If he is, expect some penalty minutes. Because he got plenty of that on Saturday night, resulting in a Kings power play. Paterin was part of the defensive pair that let the Kings get shot attempt after shot attempt. And what I meant by that, that the Corsi against piled up against that first line, there was five shot attempts in that first minute. The first minute of the game, you allow five shot attempts. That is five too many. That's even four too many. I'm okay allowing one shot attempt against the LA Kings because the Kings front line is very good. But to allow that relentless pressure on John Gibson... That is not good for their defense. That is not good for John Gibson to get that much pressure on him in the first minute. And Sam Steele has been struggling in the preseason. I look at other other fans out there. They're kind of mixed on Sam Steele. Some saying, give Sam Steele a chance. Maybe put him on that third or fourth line. And some fans going way out there saying, no, cut him already. Cut him or trade him. That's how far that it is for some Ducks fans. Saying, no, steel does not belong. And they might be onto something. Because your centers should be Trevor Zegres. It's sh- it should, should be. Trevor Zegres, your captain, Ryan Getzloff, Isaac Lundestrom, Bo Those should be your four centers. I don't know what the coaches are going to put out there, but that's what it should be. I still don't trust what the coaching staff's going to do this entire season. And I'm not going to trust him at all. It's a lame duck season for GM Bomber. It's a lame duck season for Coach Dallas Eakins. I'll be driving that home all season long. But that's essentially what it is. And if you have this line struggling against the Kings, a middle-of-the-road team during the preseason, how is that line going to do against the likes of the Vegas Golden Knights, the Colorado Avalanche, I'll even throw in the Seattle Kraken in there because why not? I'll throw in Edmonton in there because if you, if you have that first line of Edmonton led by Connor McDavid and you put them up against a line with Sam Steele and Troy Terry and Max Comtois and they struggle defensively along with Paterin and Lindholm, if that defensive course struggles against Edmonton, the Oilers are going to put up six or seven goals per night. That's how bad the defense was for that line. So that's what I have to say about Sam Steele. We'll see what happens. The roster is not going to come out for another two days. We don't expect the opening night roster to come out until maybe Monday or Wednesday afternoon. Today's Monday. Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday morning. That's when the lineups will finally come out. I roll my eyes saying that. But that's when we'll finally meet the Anaheim Ducks. All right. Uh, We're going to keep this uh, short show today because... I do want to remind you that there is a free game at the Ponds tonight. It is an AHL matchup between the Anaheim, sorry, Anaheim Ducks minor league affiliate, the San Diego Goals, and the LA Kings minor league affiliate, the Ontario Reign. And there have been some changes to the roster. We see that there has been some more cuts going to San Diego and there's quite a few of them. You have Sam Carrick going to San Diego. You have Jacob Larson. Jacob Larson was put on waivers yesterday. So he should be with the San Diego goals tonight. How about them apples? So their lineup is pretty stacked in comparison to the Kings, or to the Rain, rather. The goals have a stacked, stacked lineup. So we'll see how that tilt goes tonight at the pond once again that game starts at seven o'clock and I mentioned I will talk a little bit more about the Dodgers just for a minute because like I've said several times there are a ton of Ducks and Dodgers people out there there's a lot more than you guys think the Dodgers game I'm aware is at 630. six 6 6 30 this rain goals game is at seven o'clock There probably won't be as many fans as you would normally like. Most people will be at Dodger Stadium or they'll be at home watching the Dodgers game. Why not come out and check out this game? It's a free game. You're going to see the future rivalry of the Kings and the Ducks. The goals in the rain are already a fantastic rivalry. In case you missed it on Thursday night, there was a long, long fight clocked in at about maybe a minute and a half. That's how long I would say that. It, it looked like it was longer. It felt like it was longer. It was a good tilt. I did like that Jacob Doty and Morgan adams moison got into a long fight. Moysson and Doty, both of them, waved off the linesman and the ref saying, no, we're going to keep fighting. They kept fighting. They kept fighting and got some more good punches. And as soon as they entered the penalty box, they nodded in acknowledgement They said, yeah, good fight, good fight. So that's how it was. So maybe we'll see a fight tonight at the PONZA. Maybe we won't. But if you're not going to watch the Audrey game, head on out there tonight. All right. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you all so much for making this your first listen every day. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say for now. So you can hear this podcast On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Make sure to download, rate, and subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. That's going to do it for today. Thank you all so much. I greatly appreciate all of you that have stuck around and listened. Thank you all. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the night. If you're going to the Ponda, please have fun out there and safe driving when you get out there. Continue to be safe. Please be kind to one another and Ducks fly together.